Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Relationship Wednesday. I am Darren Noel. <laughs> and we switched it up and I'm Dr. Nafertiti Noel. And we're here tonight to talk about relationships. We have not been here a couple of weeks, even though you've heard some of our, our high-volume shows play. Um, so let, let us tell you a little bit about who we are. Um, again, my name is Dr. Nefertiti Noel, and I run a thriving private practice outside of Chicago, uh, Illinois. We do everything from medication management, organizational management, public speaking, individual therapy, and family therapy. Yep, and again, I'm Darren Noel. I'm here at Noel Associates. I focus on resume consults, mock interviews, life coaching, and career counseling. Absolutely. So today's show is Be Your Own Bay. Learn to Love Yourself. Now, my first question, this is a great topic, just about learning to love yourself. But the question I have, Dr. Noel, I'm over 40 years old. <laughs> what is bae? You know, B-A-E, what is bae? Be your own boo, your own baby, the oh. own love of your life, your own, like, you know, honey. Oh, oh that was, okay. I didn't know what, I got to learn to love yourself. Okay, I forget that. But what's up, what is bae? You know, I watched, from the 80s. I'm from the 80s. We didn't say that, that bae word or, you know, I'm not sure, but. I'm sure you know all of the teenagers and young 20 folks know what that means, but us older folks who are over 40 just wanted to know what bay was. Okay. Well, because I'm younger than you, I know what a bay is. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Hey, bay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bay? What's up, bay? That's my bay, bay. That's what they're saying now? Yeah, okay. it's all about that bay. <laughs> about that bay. No, it's right. Did y'all make that popular? What, bay? Yeah. I don't know. No, hers is B-E-Y. Oh, okay, be okay, true. her own bag. But I'm this saying be your own bag, which is a different kind of bag. Gotcha. Okay, So cool. this isn't part of the agency. Okay. okay. Yeah, right, there you uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, one of the things that I find um, most interesting is that everybody's got relationships. Everybody has relationships and everybody, not everybody, but many people want to be a part of intimate relationships. And we're not created really to be isolated. People function in groups and crowds and coupleships. And so when we do those things, we bring ourselves to the table. And so a lot of times, one of the biggest things I've seen, especially with the couples counseling, is that I'll get a couple in, they'll tell me they're unhappy, they'll they'll say that they don't know, you know, what happened to their marriage. Maybe both of them together have been married four or five times. You know, maybe wifey has been married two or three times, husband's been married one or two times, and it hasn't worked out. And then they say they're not happy, their spouse isn't making them happy, their partner isn't making them happy. And one of the things I really, really want to work on is teaching people that if you do not know, if you're not your own bae, if you don't know what you like, if you don't know who you are, what you bring to the table, if you're not comfortable in your own skin and you're looking to your significant other to make you happy, to love you completely, they'll be unable to do it. They cannot give you everything you need if you don't even like you and you don't even know what you want. Right. It's not going to work. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be emotionally draining when you're in that situation. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, if it hasn't gone, the relationship hasn't gone too far, it's going to break up. So you know what? I've, I've, real, I've identified this early relationship. I'm going to go ahead and part ways. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. It may not end early. You know, the relationships can go on 20 years between two people that don't really know themselves. It doesn't have to be something that ends in a week or two weeks or three weeks. But what happens is after a while, one party gets tired of being the one to carry your emotions everywhere. 
I, I guess I'm saying I guess I'll speak for myself. To me, if, if I'm in a relationship identifying that it's gonna end quickly. Yeah, but but Darren, I think one of the Go things ahead. you're you're forgetting is it's not like people show up with a sign on their backs that say, I don't love myself. A person can come off very confident, like they've got everything together, but they they don't they have maybe learned how to make people think they feel confident about themselves, they feel good about themselves, but they haven't really done the exploration to find out who they are, what they bring to the table, what they want, but they can make you feel like they know. And so some people want to be savers. A lot, I find a lot of men well, marry women that are, oh, go ahead. No, wait, go ahead. I find a lot of men marry women that they have to save from something. See, so people know it. They identify it early, but they choose to stay. It's not like a lot of times people don't know it. They're choosing if some oh, people maybe they don't identify it. No, they choose to stay. I'm a savior. This woman needs help. I'm going to stay because I want to be a savior. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they don't realize or identify the situation. They, they, some people choose to stay. Oh, okay, well you got heated. What was no, that? I mean, it is because people. All right, babe. <laughs> like what happened? No, but it is people choose to stay. It's not like oh, someone didn't know this person had issues. Most times right, people well, know. Okay. Overlook it. They, you know what? I need somebody. Whatever. I want somebody, or I want to be a savior. So I'm going to proceed. But it's not like they don't know or they didn't see the signs most of the time, in my opinion. All right, I'll let you have that. But what I'm going to tell you is that a lot of times it disguises itself. Another way you see this, so that's how women kind of sometimes show up needing saving when when they have, Mm -hmm. when they're not their own bank. Men sometimes show up needing money when when they're not. (laughs) So it's it's the guy that's, uh, and and let me say this, it's nothing wrong if this is how you want to set up your relationship. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of people that set up relationships where they don't have a problem at all with paying a guy's bill. But many times when a guy shows up and he needs you to save him, pay his bills, pay the light bill, pay the gas bill, do those types of things, he moves in on you without a job or he can't keep a job because they can't respect him down at the job, so he quit, and now it's your turn to pay all the bills. That generally ends in some type of trouble, and that's generally from some insecurities or some problems. I, I disagree with that. That's not the a man side of not being a, not being a bay. That guy just not ready to become a man, you know, from that standpoint. But from my standpoint, if you have a guy who is not a bay, he can't take emotional uh, stress, or he can't take – he can't step in and be that emotional strength mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know what, hey, I need to lean on you emotionally. Oh, I can't take it. Or he needs to be uh, shoulder shoulder the bearer. He can't take it. Mm-hmm. That's where it shows he up. He needs to be what? Be the strength. Be the emotional strength, the emotional support. I need to lean on you. I need you to to provide that, that guy. I, you gonna, I need you to drive this. I need you to well, You mean women need women to drive them? No, if a woman is looking for a man and the man does not is not his own bae, that's the way it shows up. Okay. That when when the pressure comes on, he starts to cave, or he okay. starts to to leave away. If it gets starts to get too serious, and he's feeling um, emotional pressure, he'll just run away. Okay. And that same thing, he'd just be gone. Well, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. It's not the guy who is uh, really absolutely okay. I'll give you it's, that. It's not the guy who's who needs your rent money, who needs you to pay his bills. <laughs> that joke is just like, hey, hey, whatever. <laughs> That's not the Maybe he loves himself too much. Yeah, he, he, like, everybody needs to take care of me. You know, that right. kind of I am a bad. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. 
And so one of the things I want people to do, and I, I challenge people, Darren, tell everybody while you're hacking, please, over the airway. You know, I have a cough. I, I, I probably need to go to a doctor. It's been a couple weeks. I try a couple cough medicines. And That's like rude. Lozenges. Be your own, babe. Take care of your throat. I, I, I do. I need to go to the doctor. Okay. You. So, you know, one of the things I want people to learn very well is what do you bring to the table? What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? That's the first step to starting to love yourself. What are your strengths? And you can write these down. Yep. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Now, you've got to take a look at yourself to be able to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. But I really want you to sit down, be honest with yourself. And this is an exercise I have people do in therapy, especially people that are looking for their passion in life. I want to be happy, Dr. Noel. I want a man to sweep me off my feet, or I want a woman to just love me mm-hmm. and just give me unconditional. That's usually a sign of not being your own babe, by the way, when you're asking for some unconditional love. Right. I want some unconditional love that they love me no matter what. All of You know, sit down. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Look at yourself literally in a mirror. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And do this. Don't go around and ask your mom and your dad. Right. What about no. Because nobody's no no one's gonna know the stuff that you know about yourself that nobody else knows. Right. Like this is the time. Look yourself in the mirror, okay, and, and be honest with yourself. Who are you? Right. The good, the bad, the ugly. Who are you? Everybody's got some. Or most people have some good attributes to them. Mm-hmm. Write that down so you know who you are. Absolutely. And most people also have some weaknesses as well. Yeah. That that you know some people live in their weaknesses and some people don't live in their weaknesses. Yes. You know, when you learn to love yourself, you live in your, you start to say, hey, I am a great um, speaker. I am a great listener. I am a great cook. I'm a great uh, organizer. And so you lean, when you're in a relationship, you lean on your strength. You don't go around and say, oh, you know, other women are better than me. And and here's a funny thing about people that aren't their own bae. They will down talk themselves. Yes, they they self-criticize all the time. Because they're, they're constantly comparing their weaknesses to everybody else's strengths. Absolutely. You know, uh, I'm a bad cook, right? Everybody else is a great cook. But you could be a great uh, soccer mom, right? Or you could be a great artist, okay? But you're comparing what you're bad at to what everybody else is good at. Forget right. that. Right. You know, you're great at what you do. Right. So when you get your weaknesses, I don't want you to write them down so that you can haunt yourself with them. Right. Compare yourself to the neighbor. Compare yourself to the other guy's wife or the other girl's guy. I want you to write them down so you're clear where there's something that's not your forte. Mm -hmm. It's not your cup of tea. It's not where you shine. And then try to steer yourself away from that. Right. It makes no sense to find your weaknesses, beat yourself in the head about them, and then become mediocre with, you know, underwater (laughs) basket basket weaving (laughs) when it's just something you don't know how to do. Right. Absolutely. Unless it's something that you, you know, this is a weakness. And this is something I need that's to holding you that's holding me back. Then I need to. So work let's on. say a weakness you have is you're a liar. Like right. don't, don't say I'm just gonna steer clear. Dr. Noel and Darren <laughs> right. told me to be my own bay, but I need to not ever have to tell the truth. No. Right. No. 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 I'm saying if if it's that type of character flaw, let's work on those things. Yes. But if a weakness of yours is you're not a good planner, yeah, get a calendar for that. Exactly. Get a calendar, yeah, electronic, paper, make sure you write it down. Go take a class in planning. Mm-hmm. Franklin Covey, all the places you have, courses you can take on mm-hmm. how to plan it. 
talk to somebody, get coaching, life coaching, and how to work out a plan, things of that nature. So fill that gap, and you can help have somebody help you along with that. Not, not a problem with that at all. So you pulled up an article about yeah, points and levels. definitely. This is an article from uh, AbundanceTapestry.com. Uh, article was How to Love Yourself in 17 Ways. We talked about the first one, a couple of them already, about falling in love with yourself, basically identifying what you're good at mm-hmm. and, and recognizing those things. We talked about eliminating self-criticism, always talking about yourself. Hey, let me go back real quick. One of the things that fall in love with yourself, um, one of the things that, that women do the most stuff or negative stuff talk about is their body. Mm, okay. This is too big. That's too little. That's not round enough. My, this isn't long enough. Mm. That's not short enough. This, I, There's too much fat there. There's not enough fat here. There's not enough muscle there. All of this, you don't think you look like you're good enough for somebody else. Okay. And I want to challenge women that if you feel that way and, and you find some truth to it, you're too big somewhere, do something about it. Okay. But on top of that, though, there are some things, like there are people that don't like their hair, for example. And so they, they spend a lot of time, I don't like the way this looks. So this means that you spend a lot of your brain energy on that. When really there's somebody out there that if you think your hair is okay, they will think your hair is okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are people that say, Dr. Noah, my butt isn't big enough. I want it to be bigger. Okay, you can get some implants. There's something you can do about that. Or you can be the person that says, hey, I got a little booty. It is what it is. It's who I am. I got a lot of great attributes. This is part of my attributes. Hey, I'm rolling with it. Like, this is me. This is who I am. Lock, stock, and barrel. Because for everybody that doesn't like something about you, that doesn't like something about their body, there's somebody out there that likes that particular thing just like that. And who's looking for that. Who wants that. Who wants that. I want pigeon toes. Right. I, I mean, or whatever that thing is. I, I like it. I, with that. I like people with bow legs. All right. kind of stuff. Seriously. And, and that's the deformity side. Well, exactly. But people are looking for that. Absolutely. I like a chick that wears glasses. Uh, all kind of stuff. I want a bald guy. You know, <laughs> you know for I, a reason. Right. And it's okay. But if you spend a lot of time not liking what you see, Right, because if you have it and you don't like it, but somebody else really wants it, but they're trying to talk to you and you're talking bad about it, they're like, well, you're talking about bad about what I like. Right. Even if it's on you. So, like, you know what, I'm going to find somebody who has the same attributes but is comfortable in their skin, in their own bay, and I'll get it from them. Absolutely. And sometimes it makes people feel awkward for you to keep putting yourself down. Absolutely. I mean, that's the weirdest thing ever. I'm dating you, so you must be saying something about what I like. Right. Meaning if you put yourself down, and, and we're dating. That means I'm dating somebody that's or I'm not going that way. I'm going that way. No, no, no. Cut that right quick. And, ha- ladies, think about it for yourself. How many times have you been downplaying yourself? And then at first your guy is like, you know what, babe, that's not true. I love your toes. I like this. I like that. And one day he's like, you know what, you're right. You're right. <laughs> like, at some point, people are right. like, I'm tired of defending you. You are ugly. Maybe right. that's true. Right. Let me let me find someone better looking. Right. Or right maybe back. they stay with you, but they you like to feel bad. They hope you feel bad. And now they say, "Oh, I can take advantage of this." Yes. Place. Because when you have your weaknesses in the forefront, people see that. You've got. I mean, I know people that look for the chick with low self esteem. That was shocking to me. I heard people tell me that guys tell me that. Hey, I'm looking for a girl with low self esteem. I could. I was, I was shocked when I heard that. But people do that. Mm-hmm. So, folks, beware. Some people are looking for that. Why? So they can take advantage of it. Absolutely. I'm like, well, it's scary, but That's it's the, the truth. But it's the reality. Because it is we the reality. Actually, people always have something that they like, even though you may think it's a negative. 
They may think a girl with low self-esteem will pay my bills. Absolutely. A girl with low self-esteem will let me talk crazy to her and say. Let me do some, let, not me, but let, let them do some cheating and do have a girl outside as long as they come home at night, they'll yeah, find. Right. So so when you keep putting out so we need to see, the problem is you got big, that person thinks they have a big nose or whatever. So then that dude can play on that. Right. And maybe he doesn't do it the negative way. Maybe he says, I love that big nose. Right. <laughs> no one else gonna love that big nose, but I love that. Big right. Nose. You ain't got nowhere else to go. Because like you know. big nose, like big nose. <laughs> you know, but because you haven't learned learned to love yourself, and you don't realize it's just a nose. Yep. Then he's got you all bent out of shape, and by the time you figure it out, you've already been used. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's guys sometimes too. For some reason, maybe they feel that this is one big thing that guys get that guys that don't aren't their own bag in trouble for short guys. They get in trouble mm. for being so worried about their height. The Napoleon complex. It is such a big situation. And why? Like I saw it a little, well, not little. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Let me clean this up. Right. I was talking to a, a, a gentleman that I know from way back, and he was talking about his height, and he can't find a good woman because of his height. And I said, have you ever thought that you can't find a good woman because you keep talking negative? Right. So that means that if a... No, 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 no. Well, I mean, I think he said, well, maybe, but, you know, see, when people look at me. But I said, but here's the thing. If a woman's thinking about you and you keep joking about your height, you know what she thinks? Well, you know what he is too short. Right. Emotionally and attitudinally, he's too short. Right. And they don't want to be out with their friends. And you are afraid to be out with them. And you keep joking about your height or your income. That's another thing they do. I've seen that one for sure. I definitely see that one. Dudes sure. get so uptight about the income. You know what? She's bread when ha, ha, ha. Well, that means everybody at the dinner table is like, well, okay, what am I supposed to do with that? No, you can't handle it. No need to go shopping in that market for a woman who's making more money. After the After the you know? Because she will at some point pull out her cash and flex. And tell you to get back in that corner. And if you got no flex zone going... <laughs> And you got flexed on because you're not your own bank. Don't blame her for that. Go to your little corner. Right. And lick your wound. Lick your wound. Wait until she says, come out. Right. And so, but that's a personal thing because there's some dudes, you can make all the money in the world, make them no difference. They land up in that piece. I don't care how much money you make. You get in the corner. Right. 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 I'm still the man of the house. Right. And so that's a personal thing, though. Personal thing. Because in general, especially with those two issues with guys, it's not usually the women talking about the money or the height or whatever. It's the dude that brings it up. It's his own self-image, his own mm-hmm. self-love that, he, that he's dealing with or the lack of And that, that negative talk. That's yeah. one way people can tell how you feel about yourself, what you say about yourself. Absolutely. You listen to the way people talk when they come in uh, they, about the day, they talk about the clothes, talk about the hair, talk about the makeup, talk about their performance at work. Um, oh, I, just, I didn't do well. You know, everything is just a, a, a big bother. Uh, it's like, wow, stop doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I did a terrible job here. No, Because here's job. the truth. Winnie the Pooh has a lot of friends. Right. Eeyore, they always got to go find Eeyore because everybody's like, that dude is complaining again. Who, who wants to do that? I've got to constantly pick you up and reassure you and reassure you. No. Mm-hmm. It's enough. No, no, no. You know, so, so that's just part of that falling in love with yourself and eliminating Self-criticism, number three, be kind and positive. Speak positive. 
Speak positive about yourself. Hey, I'm going to do a great job today. Be kind to yourself. Compliment. I do look good today, okay? I look sharp. I, well, that's a nice haircut. That's a nice pair of shoes I have on today. I did a great presentation today. Especially when you're talking to yourself. Absolutely. That's the other thing. What you think about yourself eventually comes out. I'm the abundance of the heart and the mouth speaks. What you think about yourself eventually comes out. And the more you say it, the more it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. You know? So you that's one. Uh, acknowledging your efforts. This is interesting. You know, acknowledging the good things that you try, okay? The effort that you put into something account. Like, say, you tried for a job, but you, you didn't get it. Or you, you tried to you went for a project, but you didn't quite get the bid. But you did a great presentation for whatever reason, you didn't get it. But, hey, you know what? I did the best that I could. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Why? Because I did everything I could in my power, and I did a great job of what I did. Absolutely. Hey, there's no shame in it. You gave it your best. You did the best you could do. That's all you can do. Hey, you know, the results will come eventually. And I think that's really especially important in this day and age where we there's a lot of feeling. Sometimes I feel like people don't feel like um, – they 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 feel like they're working really hard, but maybe not getting the results that they want right. in any number of ways. Absolutely. Um, I hear people come in and tell me, Dr. Noah, I've given this relationship everything I've got, and I've got nothing to show for it. I hear people go, hey, I tried to be a good mom, but it still didn't work out, as opposed to saying things like, hey, you know what? I've done what I know how to do. I've used all the skills that I have, and I'm proud that I've, we've been able to hold it together this far. Right. So why don't we... Build on that, like it's the language that you use. I want to build on that, not it's not going anywhere, so I just, I'm throwing it in the towel, you know. Right, right. You want to give yourself as much credit, because when you give yourself credit, like partial credit, I cannot tell you the number of uh, organic chemistry exams or partial credit, say, my, my grade. Hello. And if I had said, just give me zero for all my points, No. Hey, did you look? I, I got that equation down to like eight steps. I know it's 15, but I got eight. Let me get a couple points for each step. That partial effort, that partial credit, if, if it was all that I could do, gave me some leverage. Okay, absolutely. And you got to be able to give yourself leverage. Give yourself credit for what you are doing. Because, you again, I'll just end it with this one, this particular one. If you don't acknowledge your effort, who else is going to give you a standing ovation if you keep saying that you're worthless? Nobody. You know, if you go in for a job interview and they say, you know, you can make between 18000 and 100000 and you say 20000 they might not even hire you. Absolutely. They're thinking, what? The person really doesn't know what they're doing, otherwise they would have asked for more money. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Okay. The next one, uh, let go of the worry. That's a pretty common thing, right? Let go of the worry. Stop worrying about things. Again, you're trusting yourself. Things are going to work out. Absolutely. Kind of ties into that, hey, I'm going to do the best that I can, and eventually the results are going to come. Right. Okay. It's like the serenity prayer. God, give me the strength to change the things that I cannot change and to, you know, ignore the things that I can't or not worry about the things that I can't. Not worry about the things that I can't. The next one, number six, trust yourself. This is this is a big one, I, I find, that you really need to trust yourself. Trust, like, when it comes down to it, I'm always going to bet on me. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to bet that I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to make the right decision. I'm going to get the job. I'm going to get the answer. I'm going to meet the goal. If it comes down to it, I'm always going to bet on me. Well, I trust myself. Absolutely. I trust myself. And that's what you have to do your own bet. Hey, I know I'm a good guy. I know I'm a good person. I know I give my full effort when I'm into something. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm trusting myself. Things are going to work out for me. I'm mm-hmm. trusting I'm going to do the right thing. And that, that's a, that has to do with that's part of that, being your own bet. That's even trusting, like, even small decisions, though. <laughs> like, a lot of times before a woman leaves good or whatever, Right. Sometimes put the dress on and know it's the right choice and move on. And move on. I, I heard this was, this was a guy talking about it, 
uh, about leaving, talk, talking about leaving the house and not remembering whether you locked the door or not. So we're not trusting. Oh, I, I, I can't double check myself. I don't know if I did. Oh, did I turn it off the engine? This guy, I was hearing him talk. He said he did that for almost a month. He always kept doubting himself, going back and he said, you know what? I need to be trusting myself that I'm a that I know what I'm doing. I'm going to go ahead and leave the door. I'm going to drive away. I'm not going to turn around and back and check it out again. I'm going to trust myself that I'm going to get it right. Absolutely. I'm a grown man. I need to be able to trust Absolutely. myself and do what I'm supposed to do with that. And as simple as that is. If you don't trust yourself, that's, <coughs> that insecurity shines everywhere. And how can anybody else trust you if you don't even trust yourself? And so they're, they're going to say, I was, this person knows something about themselves that I don't know, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. trust them. And sometimes people challenge you. Like sometimes my, I'll ask my four-year-old, what's two plus two? She'll say four. I'll say, are you sure? Oh, there you go. She said, yeah, I'm sure. I said, are you sure? Yeah. Are you really sure? Yeah, okay. And she says, was I right? Oh, absolutely. And I move on. It's not that she's wrong, but I want her to be bold enough to know, hey, if I say two plus two is four, it's four. I'm sure, yeah, I got it. This is so true. That is so true. Because people will test you. Mm-hmm. People will test you. It happens. How many of you guys at work have done a project, and then you sit in the board meeting and they question you about it. All the time. Why did you do that? All the time. Why would you do that? And you have to be strong enough to say, hey, you all gave me a project. You wanted it delivered by this date. You gave me these tools. I made that decision. Yes. And I don't mean be cocky about it, but listen, if you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. But that's even as small as should I have coffee or tea, coffee or tea. Hey, just have one, coffee. Okay, right answer. Let me throw this to I don't know if it's exactly lined up to this, but let me ask you this. Say a man or woman makes a decision on their sex life. They're not going to get, they're not going to have the intimate sexual intercourse with this person they're dating until they're married or until after a year, after six months, after 30, 90 days, whatever their self thing that they're going to say in their mind, this is my, my, uh, my morality of that, of uh, when I'm going to be intimate with somebody, okay? And they communicate that to their partner. A lot of times someone will push that. Absolutely. Hey, we're alone now. You know, when you start dating people and it gets serious, and seriousness can happen in a month or a year, just depends on yes. the couple. Yes, your, your The lines you draw in the sand will always get tested. Yes. Always get tested. Yes. Every single time. Because if you put a battery out there, the other person may push you to see what you will do. They see, are you serious about that? They don't. They can't. They can't push. I that. can't tell you the number of stupid stories I heard where somebody let their best friend call their boyfriend and pretend to like them to see if they would have sex with them. Wow. I can't. And I mean, grown oh, folks. I ain't talking about fifteen-year-olds. I'm talking about forty-year-olds. Oh, oh call my husband and see what he'll do. Let's see if you can turn and say, "How crazy is that?" Oh, my God. Just goodness. a challenge out there. Because they put that seed into somebody's mind. Just a challenge that out is, there. That is, uh, yeah. So on that level. And then on other levels, like I've met people that say, hey, I'm not going to date a guy that's, let's say, ever been to prison or whatever your standards right. are. You will, uh, the, thing you don't, the thing you said you wouldn't do will always come to you in a pretty package. Mm, okay. So if you have told somebody no, and you, that's your gut decision, that's your, you believe that's the right thing to do, and they try to push you past that, knowing that that's a concern for you. Right. Now, I'm not talking about you engaged for 30 years, right, uh, right, 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 right. and you're talking about no sex until I get married. Now, come on, what are you thinking? Right, right. I'm saying, though, that if, that if you guys have sat down and you all have talked about your rules and everything, you can't let one weak moment destroy the gut decision that you made. Right. And 
And sometimes they may be pushing unintentionally. Absolutely. The emotions are high. Hey, you know, there's emotions out there, but you got to stick to what you said that you were going to put out there. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So that's just trusting your gut um, and being able to um, to trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. And let me just say one last thing it, about trusting yourself. Let's say you're becoming your own bae and you meet somebody that makes you feel really, really good on something. But then they challenge you. Like, you're not, maybe, you know, babe, I love you, but you're not as great as you think you are X or Y or Z, right? Okay. You need to trust yourself enough to know that when someone comes to challenge your identity about yourself, that they're the wrong person for you. Hmm. Going through that, Ms. Left. You know, oh, we got 90 seconds. We're not going through that. That's, that's okay. Important. I just, I want people, if you are really honestly aware of who you are and you're looking at yourself, you ought to be able to trust the identity that you set up and developed for yourself. So let's say somebody comes up and they say to you, like let's say you say um, I, a moral thing. Let's go back to the no sex before marriage. And somebody comes up to you and they say something like, you know, that's archaic. Yes, you hear that all the time. That, that doesn't apply to today. I mean, 700 years ago or 7,000 years ago, but that's not something that you need to do today anymore because that's not valid. I mean, all, everything else you're doing is right, but that one thing is not right. Or let's say somebody wants you to do drugs or whatever that thing is, but that's something that you know you shouldn't do. You've got to be able to trust yourself enough to know that once you establish your morality for yourself and someone pushes you, if they push you and you, I mean, they push you past their point of no return and you know that they want you to go against who you've established to be, mm. trust yourself to know that they're not right for you and the right person will come along. Right. Never feel so desperate that I will break, that you will break every boundary you set for yourself just to get somebody's love. And really break your own bank. Yeah, yep. So right. be your own bay. You know, be just be love you enough to know who you are, what you and then that will help you decide what to do and, and not just in your intimate relationships. Hey, sometimes we're great people but we have parents that aren't. Absolutely. And they try to push us to not love ourselves. Or your job may say, Hey, do this, do that thing that goes against who you are as an individual. You've got to know who you are so that you know which side of the the, the line to be on. It's great. Okay. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.